Your last day of vacation and you found time for a deep tissue massage followed by a long mud bath then a two-hour nap. Because you're an American Express Platinum Guard member and booked your stay at a fine hotel and resort through Amex Travel, which means a 4 p.m. checkout. And those relaxing vacation vibes can keep going at the airport in the Centurion Lounge. Just a splash. Before you board the plane back to reality. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your travel experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you in part by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. And welcome to this, the Nerdist Podcast, episode number 150. We're going on the road to tell jokes and do podcasts, so come see us live. Check Nerdist.com slash calendar for information on all of those dates and how you can get tickets. Also, the Nerdist YouTube channel, now a thing! Go to YouTube.com slash Nerdist and subscribe now for nerdy goodness video content to shove in your eye holes. Hey, Audible, thank you for sponsoring the Nerdist Podcast. This episode is sponsored by Audible.com. Audible uh, is the only source for audiobooks. You go to Audible.com, they have everything. Uh, I get all my audiobooks uh, from Audible.com because I travel a lot and it's very difficult to carry big, heavy books places because I'm not strong. So it's uh, digital content weighs very, very little, uh, I can promise you. So if you need an audiobook, I promise you they have it. Uh, go to audiblepodcast.com slash Nerdist as soon as you feel like listening to an audiobook. Sign up and get your free audiobook download and uh, get something good. And let me know if you liked it or not, because I'm your buddy. Thanks again to audible.com for sponsoring this episode of the Nerdist Podcast, which, by the way, is about to enter your ears in five, four, three, two, one. Now entering... Nerdist.com See, I got a bunch of stuff. Always getting stuff. Oh, Pale Demon. That's going to be a winner. Pale Demon. Yep. A Kim Harrison classic. That's the way to go. Just more books. More books that I've received. <laughs> All right. That's fair. <laughs> These are awful. <laughs> well, that one might be good. Is I don't know. I recycle them. things. Like, they, they send it to you. Like, oh, we have to yeah, I'm on book list. Let's just send them to Chris Hardwick. I'm on, well, they send them. It's not, I mean, they send them to lots of people. Well, I'm not on a book list. Well. I've gotten a couple books, actually. Yeah, I don't would, know what list you go on when you become a producer of a thing. But whatever that list is, I get pitched terrible things in email all the time. Right. And I get weird books sent to me that I would never, ever want. 
Ted Jefferson, the Waffle King, has wrote a book. Like, yeah, There's, yeah. But then, but then I also imagine that people, when I wrote my book, people were getting stuff and were like, "The Nerdist, what the fuck? This is you dumb." Tweeted, your book is on. Uh, they're using Apple's using that in the bookshelf when they. Oh, I, yeah. Someone it. someone tweeted me that. Yeah, yeah. that that's the Nerdist way is in cool. the. It's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool that I, I'm in an Apple ad now. Well done. Thanks. You've made it. I guess I did. Speaking of you making it, you made it back from London. I did make it back from London. Uh, 11 hours back. Not bad, actually. Not oh, bad. First of all, Jonah's sick. Jonah's <laughs> very sick. If you're, not, uh, if you're not hearing insults being heard at Matthew, at Matthew right now, that's I'm because... a little chipper than usual. That's because Jonah's, uh, Jonah's very sick. Um, Matt has a doll that he's been sticking pins into the throat, and now Jonah has the and flu the or a throat infection yeah, no, or, or something. Well. Uh, so he's really, really ill, because we recorded our stand-up comedy special last night, which yeah. we had a great set on. And um, Jonah was supposed to be there for that, and he was so sick. I just said, "Don't come, don't get everyone sick. <laughs> Stay home and get better." And so he's still he's still down for the count. He's still way down for the count. Poor guy. So yeah, I just got back from London, and it was an amazing, amazing trip. We shot stuff for the Nerdist TV special. I shot stuff with uh, Simon Pegg and David Tennant, and um, ran That's around nice. London, and it was incredible. So, who was your favorite? <laughs> Let's just throw that out there. There's no favorites. Well, yep, there is. Go no, ahead. There's who no favorites. It? Really? Who was it? There's no favorites. It was probably David Tennant. It, my fa- my who had the best hair? I can ask that. Tennant has pretty great hair. Yeah. I mean, better than anyone, really. <laughs> Any anyone on the planet. No, he's got great, great hair. It's fantastic, and he okay. was. Tennant was everything you want him to be, just in terms of charming and sweet and funny time and, lord. and and time lordy, and uh, he was he was great. He was he was really great. <laughs> I. We recorded this segment for the TV show in the library of the East India Club, which of the, the East India Trading Company. the East India Trading Company, the private cr- company that had its own army that probably slaughtered some people to bring spices back to lots yeah. of them. But those spices were good, <laughs> delicious. Listen, if we get the real point is the spice. If we get saffron, then you know what? It's worth it. A couple people have to die, so I, I mean, get saffron. It's, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, it's really good on rice. Is it? I've never had it on rice. Uh, well, saffron rice. Okay. Yeah. I'll try it. I like coconut rice. Really? Yeah. You ever had that? Shut up, you stupid piece of shit. I'm just oh, trying hey, to balance Jonah. the show. Here. I'm just trying to balance the... Coconut rice is also very good. Yeah. Coconut rice is also very, very, very good. Did you... How, so how many days total were you in London? Um, six. I felt like more than that. I was there. Me. I was there six days. I know. I missed you too. Yeah. Uh, I was there Not six... I was saying. I just said it felt like longer. Oh, okay. I didn't say I missed you. Oh, no, no. Well, listen. Yeah. I get it. No. It's, it's unspoken. I can yeah. see it in your eyes. <laughs> it's all the all the nonverbal communication. Um, it, but it was really it was a phenomenal trip. And while I was there, um, I, uh, I I got a, a direct message from this friend of mine, Matt Kirshen, who is a fucking great British comic, young British comic. And he was like, "Oh, you're in London. We're doing a show at the Soho Theater, which I was staying near." And it was Paul Provenza does this improvised, he produces this improvised stand-up show called Set List. Mm-hmm. And the, it's fucking genius. So genius that I can't believe I never thought of doing, it's just like one of those things you're like, oh, that's a great idea. Comics go up on stage and in the back, they uh, topics flash, like project in the background during their set. And they have to hit each of those topics during their set while making it seem like the set they're doing is the set they've been doing for years. So you can't get meta on it and be like, oh, I, oh, I don't know. I just got this. You can't. You have that to sounds play. sounds awesome. And it was amazing. Uh, Greg Proops did it and Tim Minchin, who was amazing, and uh, um, uh, Rich Hall, uh-huh. if, you, if you remember. Yep. Rich, Rich Hall was on SNL here in the States. 
and then he left America a long time ago and, and became a big comedy star in the UK. He was brilliant. Um, the whole thing was just incredible. That sounds awesome. I think they're going to start doing it here at UCB. How long are the sets? You know, ten minutes. Oh, and this great British comic named Josie Long. If you if you have a minute, look her up. She's great. She attractive. She's adorable. I'll look her up. Um, and so it was really fun. It was just a, it was that, that 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 was really fun. And I pretty much worked the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, uh, I really enjoy London. It's really nice. You uh, you didn't miss much when you were gone. Here? Nothing really happened here. I, well, I know I would not have talked to Tennant here. That's in, true. So it was. Well, I'm saying you didn't miss much. Way worth the trip. So next time they'll going fly over there. us all out, right? With their weird coin-based currency. I love it. I love it. No. It, I love their currency. Everything, unless it's $5, everything is coins. I know, but in it's your pockets, it just, it just, it turns your testicles into those weird desk balls that tick, click, click. It's just like, it's just clacking the entire time. But you still got to spend British pounds. I want to do that at an antique store. I know. I saw happen. a lot of antique stores there, and I thought of Did you. Did you go in at all? You go, when, before I left, you go, uh, oh, let me know if you see any antiques. And I'm like, England is a fucking antique. I'm going to be in the biggest antique. Yeah, I know. But they have buildings from, like, the year five. <laughs> yep, the year five. Well, this one dates how back, old is Stonehenge? This, date back, this dates back to nine. Well, Stonehenge it's is older in, than the year five. Stonehenge is, is not in London. Yeah, but I'm just saying, I'm speaking of the country yeah. in and of itself. But you start, you know... You start you get into Scotland and you're and you're like, oh, these ruins date back to the 1100s. You know, like ruins like where where Tennant was from. Yeah, the year five is before that. <laughs> the year five is definitely before 1100. That's how numbers work. So, we've I mean, we've established, established that. that. <laughs> five go, five comes way before 1100. Yeah. Uh, but it was it was it was a really it was a really nice trip. Really 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 nice trip. Oh, I did uh, loud noises at uh, Meltdown, which was Becca's show. Becca, who writes oh yeah, play. the music, yeah, yeah. the music, uh, the music nerdist show. It was fun. She's great. She, uh, Becca and Matt, uh, they could they not you Matt, but yep. M- Matt Grossinger. Uh, they they tag team the music, uh, the music beat for the Nerdist website. And a couple months ago, she came to me and said, you know, could I do a local like a, a music show once a month that showcases local bands? And I said, sure. And so the the loud noises is, was the first one. Yeah, it was great. We did uh, did stand up before the bands played, which is always fun when you're there doing stand up for people that want to see bands. Yep. Yeah, they love <laughs> that. It worked out. It worked out. Well, meltdown, it'll work out. Yeah, meltdown, anything goes. I think you can't go do jokes in front of foreigner. Well, you could. I guess you could. About Journey. They <laughs> <laughs> love it. That that show last night that we did the stand up comedy special was so much fun. It was a ton that of fun. that that'll be going up soon. There were so many great comics on there. I have to figure out if I'm gonna just run the two hour show in its entirety or break it up into a two parter. I just no, don't know. If, no, no, it doesn't. It doesn't run an hour. It if you take out when you take out Dimitri who dropped in and did a set. Uh, when you take him out, I think it comes in at two hours. Okay, and people are going to naturally ask, why would you take out Dimitri Martin who dropped he's in? Working on a set because he's working. Be. He's working on a set and he doesn't want to burn through material. On the on the by putting out on the podcast, so Which is exactly what I didn't want to do, but I did it for you people. <laughs> now you've heard eight minutes of me. Now you got to write another eight minutes. Well, that's easy. You'll be fine. Yeah, it's not a problem. But everyone everyone had great sets, and uh, it was. It, I feel like this, it's I mean, going to turn into bombed, a yearly it was thing. You probably. <laughs> I, that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> the only time I bombed is when I was walking off stage and I tripped over the other microphone. That was fantastic. So that was a literal bombing of intro, the microphone. My intro wasn't good enough. So your intro wasn't good enough for you. So I came out and gave you a bigger intro, and then sto- and then comically stormed off stage, but then really tripped over a microphone, and that went down. 
And, you know, it happens. I enjoyed it. It was all, it was all great. And ironically, uh, you'll hear it, people. Chris introduces me. Uh, he used to fix computers. He doesn't anymore. And uh, ironically, I had to fix Gaston's computer that night. Then you spent the last like hour at Meltdown fixing Gaston's MacBook. <laughs> <laughs> you never escape. It's like the mafia. When you, yeah. When you Once you're in, they apples. pull you back in. Yeah. Uh, so that 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 was a lot of fun. But but all in all, oh, and I went to um, uh, Simon Pegg gave me tickets to the premiere of Mission Impossible, mm-hmm. which was really fun. Did you see it? I saw it. It is was it great. Good? I saw it on IMAX, which is which I highly recommend. I think Tom Cruise is going to kill himself doing those stunts. He fucking crazy stunts. Yeah, crazy. Like you see it in the trailer. It's on the it's on the uh, billboard too, so it's not really a spoiler. But he's on that fucking giant building, the tallest building in the world. The Where is something Caliph. It's in it's in Dubai. Yeah. And so he's like rappelling down the side of it, which he actually did. Yeah. And you see the shots where they like they go wide. You're like, he's fucking, go- he's going down the side of that building. Yeah. I mean, you feel like, <gasps> and in the IMAX, it kind of you feel your, your it's more pukey. You feel well, you feel your testicles start to start to migrate into your abdomen. Wouldn't that be great if we could just yell retract and our testicles would go back in? Yes, like Wolverine's claws. Yes. It'd be great if they were sharp, too. he doesn't too. have to yell retract. Retract! He, but it's not the claw. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not doing this for my claws. Don't worry about it, guys. Here's an observation I had. Uh, Cyclops, why, like, he shoots with his eyes, right? Mm-hmm. He misses. Why does he miss? Because <laughs> that's really just a looking at stuff thing. How do you? I don't know. All right, someone explain that to me. I don't know. That's that's really just looking at something. Yeah, he misses like giant sentinels and stuff. He misses giant things. You know who else I uh, I saw at the premiere was uh, Jeremy Clarkson. Oh, you're so lucky. Jeremy I wish Clarkson. I've seen him in person. Who was in a was in quite a bit of trouble in Britain. Yeah, over the uh, he said that the union workers uh, should be shot. But he said it in a joking way. The way that it was explained yeah. to me, and I didn't see it, but the way that it was explained to me. Was that he was doing an interview? There was a, there was a there was a teacher strike, I believe. Yeah. And he was speaking in favor of them, and then he said something like, "Oh, this is the BBC, so you need a, like a fair and balanced point. They should all be taken out and shot." That's how it was explained to me. But but take, lift it out of context. It wasn't quite like that. It was more just even, so you saw it. It was conversational, and uh, it was a joke, clearly, and uh, you know, whatever. And Clarkson everyone always always constantly that's happening to him. To Jeremy Clarkson? Yeah. He seems cranky, though. Yeah, of course he is. He came into the premiere, and there were these obnoxious 12-year-old kids behind me. And he walked in, and they were like, Oh, it's Jeremy Clarkson. Would you buy me a car, Jeremy Clarkson? Like, Jesus Christ. I wish he'd buy me a car. He gives me directions every day of my Tom, my Top Gear Tom Tom. You downloaded Jeremy Clarkson's voice? I, no, I bought the limited edition Top Gear Tom Tom. <laughs> Turn right, all teachers should be shot. No, he says, in 300 yards, turn left. And if you don't know where left is, you really shouldn't be driving. He says things like that. <laughs> Your constantly. GPS snarks at you? Yes, it does. I don't need that. It says, take the highway and beware of Oldsmobiles. <laughs> it's, it's irritating enough when GPS gets stuff wrong. Like, yeah. I'm constantly like, fuck you, GPS. But then if it's snarking me back, I'd be like, you do not want to snark at me right now. Every time, it does get annoying, though, because every time you reach your destination it says the same thing it says you've reached your destination with the aid of 32 satellites and me well done global positioning snark yes but it's fantastic i highly recommend it live yeah, traffic that was taken out of so his thing was taken out of context tom lennon you want me to answer <laughs> <laughs> hey you're on the nerdist podcast tom lennon hey guys what's going on hey what are you doing you're I can answer doing your podcast? sure put him on the, put on the speakerphone hang on 
Tom, I'm recording a podcast right now, and I put you on speakerphone. Oh, hi, everybody. Is, uh, uh, what's the guy with the glasses? Uh, Jonah? Yeah, and who's uh, the real uh, skinny guy? He used to be a drunk. Uh, Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> no, that's... Uh, he, was married to, he was married to Jenny McCarthy for a while? Yeah, it's Chris Hardwick. Chris Hardwick. <laughs> you, you, I think maybe you've switched your Hardwick lore. No, no, that's Chris Hardwick. He's right. You're right, Tom. That's Chris Hardwick. But he was married to, he was married to Jenny McCarthy. Uh-huh. Is that Tom Lennon from Kids in the Hall? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, but listen, I'm recording a podcast, and uh, what I'll do is when I'm done, Tom, I am going to call you back. Right. Are you going to leave this part in or are you going to edit it out? No, this is going to stay in. I, you know, the, the, this old, the show started in my garage. That's true. <laughs> the show did start in your Our garage. very first episode. Tom now, this is this kind Tom, of is Tom's fifth appearance Tom Lennon the is essentially the midwife of the Nerdist podcast. Tom birthed us. He yep. got afterbirth on his couch. Yeah, he us. still has the umbilical cord. By the way, that when you came out, I did the forceps too hard, which explains <laughs> some of the stuff that's wrong with your face. <laughs> 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 okay, All right, my top. <laughs> oh, gold. Uh, love that guy. So there is someone very special here who has just showed up that hopefully we'll be able to talk about politics and where we're going as a culture. Um, the Nerdist channel, which is our official YouTube channel, um, I, saw, I saw a candidate speak uh, a little while back, uh, and I thought, you know what, this guy, ha- this guy has something, and I really like what he's about. Uh, he, seems, he seems interesting to me, so I want to take the platform that I have and kind of throw my support behind him. My favorite thing about him is the bolo tie. He's great. Yeah. So I would like to introduce uh, on to the Nerdist uh, nice. podcast right now. <clears throat> it's our presidential candidate for 2012, Marvin E. Kwasnicki. Hi there. Marvin, let's get you closer to the microphone. All right, thank you. How's that? Now, I see a little button here that, that says cough. That doesn't actually <laughs> so make now, you cough. Okay. No. Thank you. That's if you're going to cough, you hit that button. All right. Now... <clears throat> <clears throat> okay, uh, so now, but you, you, you get, no, no, hit so it. And I, then would, cough. I would touch that if. Okay, but now you're talking. <coughs> no, no, but you did the opposite. All right, so let's just try that again. <coughs> that there you go. Great. Well, okay. Well done. So uh, now it's very button. nice to now you are. I'm Chris. Very nice. Thank and you. You and, uh, are. I am Matt. Wow. We're helping you with your campaign. That's excellent because that's you know we're we're doing gangbusters. You guys, you were doing great. Your campaign announcement. Oh, hell. <laughs> I just touched your microphone. It's all down now. All right. Can you lift that no, back no, up? No, no, it's from... all right. Okay, there My you go. My arms are kind of funny, so. <laughs> we weren't going <clears> to. <throat> I don't want to bring that up, but. Yeah. Um, so I guess, I guess my question is, you know, a lot of the candidates, Marvin, were, they, they, we've known for a long time that they were in the race. Yeah. So it feels kind of late in the game. So why now? Why enter the race after these other people have been campaigning for months. Well, now here's the deal on that there. <clears throat> Did that work just now? That was the close. <laughs> you almost right. got it. Uh, well, here's the deal now. You, we, 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 we've seen Kane, who I've, I thought he was a darling little man. But now he's gone. And more of these people you're going to find to see now, they're going to go. And um, my thing was, the later I get in, then the, the, they can't find, by the time they find out, <laughs> anything about me, I could be president. So you see now, 
not that I have any problems because I don't, but if they, you know, there are people out there that are digging mm-hmm. on information. And <coughs> <coughs> I just, that button is, uh, it's neat. <laughs> so anyway, no, so my deal is, I uh, just the later you get in, the less they can find out about you, and, and I think that's best. So you are from uh, Tonopah, Nevada. Tonopah, Nevada. I've lived there ever since I was tiny. And and tur- and turquoise farming is the family trade. No, that I discovered that myself. No, uh, no, I'm uh, no. <coughs> do you think? <coughs> do you think that you can beat out the other candidates for this nomination? And if you do get this nomination, why are you so confident that you can beat Obama? Well, I'm big. Well, number one, I can beat all those other guys because I think they're clowns. But Michelle Bachman, man, she just she's pretty. But uh, but uh, Obama is getting. I think he's he's watching these debates and he's sitting there getting lazy, you know. And he's sitting. I can beat these guys, but he doesn't know about me. So I'm gonna I'm gonna come at him with everything I got. And what, what do you feel like is the biggest weapon in your arsenal at the moment? Total simplicity. Mm-hmm. I have a simple answer for everything. And the other thing is I don't know much about anything, you know. And so I think the American public are like, well, hell, he doesn't know. Isn't that refreshing, you know? And I think I'm giving people a chance to go, you know, where a little kid's sitting on his baby's knee going, Daddy, he's like me. And <coughs> well, you know kids can't vote. Right, well, no, but they can tell... You know what kids, they tell their dads and moms what to do. So I want to appeal to the little kids, too. Do you think that Herman Cain's departure from the race gives you an advantage now that there's a a, a vacated... Yes, because he was next... He he was the most simple in line next to me. Now, I'm even more simple, and I like to answer with one-word answers, which I'm not doing now, but now that I'm aware of it, I will. Okay. But, uh... So go ahead and ask me another question, and I'll show you an example of that. Okay. Uh, have you enjoyed the... Uh, yes. The, mm-hmm. Do you find it difficult? No. How many times... On Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> now, in the... Uh, there you go. <laughs> the, see, this is, this, is, this is a little bit of a departure, because I saw in your Iowa debates... Yeah. You cracked the code... For what the American people want. Well, which... now, that's right, because American people, not only do they want simplicity, they want someone to repeat a word three times. Like Herman Cain's 999 he did, he plan. 999, and I mean, my gosh, you would have thought he was uh, uh, a rich man. What I mean by that is that's why everyone liked him. But uh, then Michelle Bachman, who just sometimes she steals her material... And she said, oh, you know, what did she say? What was it? Win, win, win? Win, win, win. All right. Well, you know, so she's doing the three things. And and my thing is, to heck with that, let's go, 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 you know, or take any other word, Chris, that you want to do. Give me a word, and I'll show you the power of this. Pancake. Pancake, pancake, pancake. I like wow. where this guy's coming now from. Now, you Amazing. would probably want one. Yes, yes. absolutely. Well, I suppose if someone just said that word to me once, I'd be like, well, what do I do with that? You'd be like, well, no, you know, it's no. Because the first done. time you hear it, you recognize the word. I guess the second time, you're like, where is he going with this? And the right. third time, you're absolutely like, right. sold. One more word. Give it to me. Um, uh, anti-disestablishmentarianism. 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 <coughs> <coughs> See, that button just keeps looking at me. That's weird. 
Are you, are, are you feeling Are you catching a cold? No, but it says cough, and, you know, I'm highly suggestible. It's not an I order. I just want to cough. It's not an order. I know, but, you know, this is all new to me. I normally don't get out of Tonopah, and here we are with the lights and the microphone. I know, and, and all of a sudden you're famous? I mean, is, is it know, weird? It's Well, it's not weird, but it's weird. You know, uh, my wife, uh, she was, uh, she's, I said, you should go with me. I'm going to go to that. Uh, what's the name of your show again? The, the Nerdist. There, and I said I was going to be on that, what, what you said, and she's like, well, I got someone's got a mind to shop, Marvin, but, uh, you know, so I hope I answer your question. Well, if you get the if you get elected, someone's going to have to mind the sh- mind the shop for she's, a long time. Uh, she would be, she would be, I'd tell you something, the way she keeps books, you know, she'd be quite a first lady, Myrna would. And yeah. uh, she's, uh, I, I love her. I used to call her, uh, my old lady. Uh, mm-hmm. That was when we were younger, and now that she's older, it's not as fun. <laughs> but um, you know, uh, but I love her, and uh, she's ready to be. She's ready to be first lady. If elected, do you do you see the implementation of turquoise into the, oh, the into White the House? Sta- into the state emblem, yeah, yeah, yeah. You would see e pluribus unum, blunum, blun. Unum, 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 yeah, one, right. one for well, many. There, and, uh, and it would be emblazoned in turquoise with uh, agate and uh, some silver uh, uh, diadesics on it. Uh, so that's, that's, part, that's part of your plan? That's that part of your platform? That would be the first thing. Well, that first thing I'd do when I get in the Oval Office on that first day is I'd just be sitting in the Oval Office going, wow, this is amazing. Because, you know, I don't think presidents, they're always like, oh, this is you know, this is very, uh, this, I'm the president, but I don't think they ever take that day to go, wow, you know, and I would on that first day. Well, and then finally, if, and I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't hope this doesn't come off as negative, and I apologize. If you are not able to get the Republican nomination, will you run on an independent ticket? Uh, I, I'm thinking about all of my options, and that could be one of them, but I don't know. I'd hate to have to make that decision. It, when you hear questions that, <coughs> when you hear questions that you, when, <coughs> so if you, if you hear questions that you don't know, how, since you said that you don't, you know, you don't know a lot, you hear questions you don't know how yep. to answer, what, do you, what are you going to do? You're going to be asked questions nonstop. Well, you know, I'd, I'd tell you, everyone wants their president to have the answer lickety split on the spot, and life doesn't work that way, as you know. Your name again was... That's Chris. Chris. And uh, it doesn't work that way. You you know, you have to take time to think. So sometimes you just avoid the question. You don't pretend you don't hear the question. That's really the best way. So if you ask me something difficult, well, I'll show you how that will go. Okay. Um, how do you think you're going to uh, solve the health crisis? <coughs> Mr. Is he talking to Mr. Kwasnicki. Yeah. Mr. Kwasnicki. I can't hear the question. There's something wrong with my earpiece. How do you, how do you feel like uh, you will solve the middle class tax issue? Is there something wrong with my microphone? I can't hear anything. Do you see how that's that done? was really Thank so? You. you did actually hear me, yeah, and you were... but I'm avoiding you because I need time to process your question and talk to my my people. Are you going to call me back in a week and give me an answer? No, I don't think so. Okay, but you, I could. Well, it is. But be- I'm hoping you'd forget, you see, and then we're off solving, getting into space. 
Yeah. And Whoa. winning again. Hey, wait a wow. minute. Getting I like America this. America back to number one. Hi. Yes, loving number one. I'm not going to think about all this. Oh, that's so hard. Let's go into space. Yay. Yay. Let's dig up stuff. Yes, Yay. I love this. I, I, number one, I want to announce it on you. I want to throw as much money as I can behind Bigfoot research. Bigfoot. Okay. Bigfoot. Bigfoot. We need to research. find him. Because I'm telling you, he's, he's out, out there. there. And we're going to find him. And we're going to put him in a little jail. I, I love, love a little jail for Bigfoot. I love right. this platform. Right. We're and find aliens Bigfoot. are out there, and I want to—I want the answer to it. If first thing is president, besides that one day where I'm having a party, yeah. Mm-hmm. The second day, it's I'm going to get all that secret information and let the American people know what is really going on. I think on. you might get elected just based on that. Well, that's right because Bigfoot's out there and aliens are out there, and I've been probed before, and we're going to get this out there. I'm sorry, what did you uh, just say? Well, I, I, it's. <clears throat> Well, I thank you so much for your time. You're if, if you want to follow the Marvin E. Kwasnicki campaign, uh, you can go to youtube.com slash Nerdist. That is the official Nerdist channel. Uh, we are fully supporting you, thank you very much. and your this campaign. Is, I, God bless you. It was a pleasure to have you. Uh, platform, let's recap this. It's amazing. America's number one. Mm-hmm. We're going back to going space. Going back to space. We're going to find Bigfoot. Find Bigfoot. Right. And we're all going to know about the aliens. We're yeah. going to know about the aliens. We're going to know about everything. Oh, and we're going to dig for stuff. Yep. This is this is the best platform I've ever heard. This is the best thing I've heard all all campaign Thank season. Thank you very much. You you guys <sighs> make me want to, you know, dig. Just, yeah, yeah. Thank you. We're gonna dig for stuff. Thank you, Marvin E. Kwasnicki. Uh, that was amazing. He was great. That was great. I I was just I I can't agree more with him. You could. It would be weird. It's not possible. No, actually, it's not possible. It's, it's actually not That's why possible. I, said I can't do that. <sighs> Finally, it should go back to space. Honestly, why not? <laughs> Stop wasting money. We're, we got a war we're not paying for now. We need to, we need to go one of those extrasolar uh, mega Earths. Sure, we could go there. It'll take a while. A little bit of time. How many light years is that? Enough that we wouldn't survive it. 60 or 600, something. I feel like if it's 60, we would have found it sooner. It's probably further away. It's that uh, Kepler. Yeah. Find another thing, and 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 not only space, not you know, is it isn't it pretty amazing though that within the same week uh, or so we got news about uh, extrasolar mega planets uh, that could theoretically sustain sure. life, and also we got the uh, the the Higgs boson news as well, and uh, the NBA lockout ended. This is amazing. It was an amazing week. One of those three things I couldn't <laughs> give a shit about. If you said Chris. I, I want to tell you something about the NBA, but I'm going to need a shit from you. And I'll be like, I'm out. I don't, I don't got it. It's not going to happen. And I mean, that was the one. But then I'd say, like, but you could even collect it, like, you know, later and just and get it to me. And I'm just going to tell you about the NBA. It's not. Um, not going to happen. Not going to happen. That's too bad. Uh, but yeah, science is cool. And then, you know, people don't worry about it anymore. It's really depressing. I wonder what's going to happen when they find the Higgs boson. When they find it? When they actually identify the Higgs boson, I mean they they have, they have they've seen traces of it. They have a sense of where it is. They feel like they're going to find it early next year. Then they will then spend more years trying to figure out what down, gives then, you know, something its mass. We're not. It's not gonna. We're not getting an answer. Or or does it just help, sort of help their overall um, their their formula work? I think it just. I think it. They've had this theoretical idea that this is how this is how matter interacts with each other, and this is you know uh, and. And I guess that's just the idea of, well, yeah, this thing should exist. Oh, good, we found it. Oh, well, we were right. Good yeah, for us. What do you do with it once you find it? I don't know. I don't know. Helps us do what? 
stuff, I'm sure. Then you take the Higgs boson to spring break and see lots what? of titties. I do like the amount of people that have come to try and stop the Hadron Collider claiming they were from the future. At least five people. <laughs> That, I'm not. That's happened. Could you show up at CERN with like the Doc Brown shield? You know that's shields? happened, right? You Are you know serious? That's happened. As a joke? No. Crazy people. I'm assuming they're crazy, or we're all fucked. Uh, they have gone and uh, to the Hadron Collider, trying to break in, and then claim they were from the future, trying to stop the end of the world. Really? Which, first of all, the world didn't end. You're obviously, you know, you came back from the future, so there's still something left. Right. So it's not going to be that bad. If they are from the future, we'll be fine. Some of us. <laughs> I'm weirded out that uh, Back to the Future's storyline went into the future to 2015. And yeah, we're almost there. Yeah, I'm excited about it. We're almost there. That TV looks so good today. Yeah, we reviewed a giant 72 inch. 70, uh, it was 70 inch. Just 70 inch? 70. The, the, one of the sharp uh, just aquos. 70. Oh, only 70? Just five and a half feet by yeah. three feet. Sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it was awesome. Come back to me when it's six feet. It was literally the best picture I'd ever seen on a uh, on a TV. It they are not sponsoring this podcast, so we are no. not saying this for any other reason other than it looked and the 3D looked really good. I reviewed it today, and you can see that on Attack of the Show's website and uh, see Chris review the television. Candace mainly did the review, and I just quoted Back to the Future. And I she was kept you on the rails. I was I quoted. We were very heavy today too, which was extra fun watching you. Do lines from Back to the Future while we were like... You can't project it without sound and then have me not start quoting it. So we should have turned it up, is what you're saying? Yes. <laughs> yes. But no, seriously, that's Sharp Aquos. If they would like to send one to me, I'll take it. They're only three grand for a 70-inch... 70 70-inch, 70 yeah. They're 31, 30, 31, 34 right now on Amazon. That's pretty amazing. With free shipping if you're Amazon Prime. Which Come I on. am. Right? Let's, let's both get one, but I, you pay for them. I'm... <laughs> Yeah. That sounds like a No, we bad... both, you get a television, and I do. How is this bad? You know who we were going to invite onto the podcast, because Jonah wasn't here, and then we got distracted, was Nick, who's quietly sitting over there in the corner. Just waiting my turn. Nick's seacresting. That's what I call <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I'm seacresting. He's seacresting. <laughs> seacresting the waves. It's like what a whale does. Seacresting the airwaves. Yes. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you. Thank you, sir. And yours. Thank you. I really like the uh, the Van Dyke that you got going the on. Van Dyke, the Van Dyke? The Van Gogh? No, it's the Van Dyke. really nice. You like that, huh? I do. This is just laziness. It's, it's very you pronounce Van though. Gogh correctly. Van Gogh. Van Gogh. He did it. That's right. I'm impressed. Good but st- anyway, I, I, I don't know if it's going to hang around after the holidays. It may just... So it's a holiday d- it Van may Dyke? Just, it may just disappear. I started it in, like, October, and I don't know. I look at it, and I just... I'm getting old. Holiday Van Dyke. That's, That's my favorite it. Christmas song. Holiday Van Dyke. Holiday Van Dyke. Just made That's that right. up. Not a real song. Your son listens to the podcast. What are you getting him for Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> he wants. Don't tell him. Don't tell him what he wants. No, no. <laughs> he wants uh, Photoshop. Oh, yeah. well, like a whole like the CS- he wants the whole thing the whole CS so he suite? can yeah yeah, which is probably several thousand dollars. Yeah, I, I don't know. CS. I don't know what is that going for now. Eight hundred, I think. About eight hundred. Yeah, he's yeah. not going to get that then. <laughs> you do might you know, be sorry, son. Do think, you know? Never mind. I'll talk about this off the air. <laughs> Forget it. I could probably crack it for him. Well, oh. if anyone who well, happens hey. to work for Adobe wants to give a young, uh, a a a burgeoning young fifteen-year-old artist uh, his dream present, it would be the Creative Suite, the that Adobe is, Creative Suite. Yeah. Please, Adobe. Also, give us the cre- while we're at it. Give him a tablet. Give us give, a give us the Creative Suite so Nick can take credit for it. <laughs> 
<laughs> and that's, you know, I tell you, he keeps asking me, so when are you going to see Chris? Because he wants to draw something for you guys. Oh, what does he want to do? Well, he actually, he, he wants suggestions. Do you guys want caricatures or do you want something more serious? Or would you like to be like? I have an idea. Know, yeah. Um, I want to do uh, an undercover um, Batman type elephant who has the ability to phase through solid matter called Elephantum. You have lost me. You know, I think he could do it. Okay, good. Okay. I'll have him work on it. I'll Please. tell him exactly. Elephantum. Elephantum. And then I, I see like a purple cape and a little, and pr- a purple mask. And a trunk? Is it weird that this is the first thing that came to my mind? No, I, I, I totally... Yeah, he's no, an elephant. He's got no, a trunk. That's not I get weird. It. What's weird is that you quit drinking. <laughs> <laughs> and still came up with that. That's, yeah, I know. Well, that, I feel like that would be more drug-induced than alcohol-induced. If you're drinking absinthe, I'm sure you could... Isn't alcohol... Alcohol, like, alcohol ideas are... What do you want us to draw? Everything feels great. Yeah. Yeah. You I'll guys call, are the fucking best. When I do yeah. when I when I get drunk, which is rare, very 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 rare, mm-hmm. but when I do, I get really loud. Yes. About I get loud everything. Then, you and, get loud about everything. And then I and then I get into arguments with only myself about who the greatest guitarist was of all time. And who was the greatest Stevie guitarist? Stevie Ray Vaughan. Stevie Ray Vaughan. I say that drunk or sober. Really? Yep. We should get you hammered and then just do a regular hostful, and then when Jonah lays into you, just be like, "Shut your fucking mouth, you <laughs> giant hipster!" Like, you'll, you'll just, <laughs> and when so when when you were sober, yeah, who is the greatest guitarist? Still Stevie. Oh, that's not drinking. But then I argue with myself, yeah. and I'm like, "Well, Hendrix, really? I mean, yeah." And then Albert King. You gotta throw Albert King. Everyone forgets about Albert King. That's true. I don't. He was left-handed, Chris. That's probably why you love him so much. He yeah. played upside down. So did, did Jimi Hendrix, he, though. But no, uh, Jimmy restrung it. Restrung it. Albert the... did not. So Albert King has these crazy bends because he's pulling the strings down. Oh. Because it's easier to, you know, pull down than it is to push up. So mm-hmm. you get higher, you get crazier bends. So, it's, you know, he's hitting high notes and bending. He's pulling it down. And it's insane. Not my favorite guitarist, though. Albert King is not your favorite guitarist? Django. Django Reinhardt. Django Reinhardt. Yeah. Django Reinhardt's good if you like three can, fingers. He can play with, you see what he did? He only Whatever. has three fingers. Yep. He, is, he is impressive. He's very impressive. That movie, uh, Sweet and Low Down, yeah. is fantastic. You should yeah. check that out. Have yeah. you seen that movie? Woody Allen. Yeah, the Woody yeah. Allen movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Sean, Sean Penn's the second greatest guitarist. <laughs> <laughs> I think Scott Stapp. From, no, <laughs> he's like, probably he's throwing <laughs> the weirdest. <laughs> yeah, no, he's good. And then... Uh, I, I like John. I think John Mayer is a great guitarist too. Yeah, I can yeah, argue that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he's got enough. I like soul. more of the the like the fifties jazz guitarists. So like, like Joe Pass. Yeah, Joe and Pass is great. He's one of my favorites. Johnny Smith. One uh, of my favorites. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. yeah, I like John Schofield now. If you want to yeah. go jazz guitarist now. What about uh, Ankles McCarthy? Ankles McCarthy. One of my favorite real person. Yeah, he played with his ankles. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah. How do you do not that? guitar? He Related just, to Charlie he fondled McCarthy. his own ankles. Yeah. Oh, I did want to say. To Fender, thanks for dropping off a Kurt Cobain signature left-handed model. Wow! Thank you, Dell from Fender, for doing that for me. Uh, I know you'd, you you texted the picture to me in England. I was like, "This is going to cost him a dollar." I'm going to set him. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I I got an international plan for England. Uh, all right. So it's probably going to cost me a thousand dollars as opposed to three thousand dollars. <laughs> nice. But uh, yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna actually like I'm gonna review the guitar, and I'll probably write a big ass review for. Are you gonna artist. play it? I'm gonna play the shit out of it. How are you gonna? We should we should record something because Jonah plays drums. Yeah, we could we could record something. Oh, you we need could. to you need to start on the bass then. 
No, 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 no. He no. plays no. things and plays a hell of a. Do melodic. you really? Do Mike you Furman plays bass. Yeah, uh, Mike, Mike Furman is a bass. fucking I was amazing really bass player. Really enjoying his bass lines during the Nerdist special. He's great. Yeah, you know it's funny. I remember these old. I may have said this on the podcast before. These old videos of Mike when he was 15 years old, mm-hmm. and he played bass um, at a at a black church. Mm-hmm. And so you see, like, you see this camera. Uh, you see this camera panning across this this church and everyone's singing and the music's fantastic and then you just see this tiny little white head of Mike <laughs> Furman with his super gelled hair bouncing up and down playing bass. He was amazing. He's, very good. He's like if you say James Jamerson to Furman, he fucking loses his mind. So I hear you sing though. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not like a good professional singer. I'm good for a comedian. No, he's a very he's a good. Singer. I'm good. I'm he's a good. See, he's propping you up here, he's so you know. Himself. I'm a good singer for a comedian. He's underselling himself, which you are, is rare. You are. You are. I always undersell myself. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's all my brain knows how to do. No, he's like, Chris is a very good singer. You should listen to, like, go listen to the hard and firm stuff. He's got, it's, it's great. Mm, it's great. Okay. That's it's true. I like it. Listen. Yeah. Okay. How about a little something? What? How about a little something? He sings constantly. Come we on. We really need it again. God. It's all right. Oh, dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. <laughs> what did I tell you? What did I tell you? I made you out of clay. Wait, clay. Clay. Gonna be somebody. Clay I made Aiken. you out of clay Aiken. Ooh. That was nice. <laughs> or clay Aiken made you. Yep, he did. I tell you. In a tube. Because he can't love a woman. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do you see how we just kind of went? You nice. sure you really wanted me on the show? That I was a good improv. <laughs> I love having you on the show. People love hearing you on the show too. It's kind of fun. It's wow. fun. Like we have a nice, we and have a nice little cast of characters. It's just kind of warm and fuzzy. It's good. Yeah, it's all right. You going away for the holidays, there, Nick? Uh, you know that tomorrow is the last day for for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take a couple of weeks off and just kind of chill. Nice. You know, be with the family, go little places here and there. Do you not turn the TV on for two weeks because you have all these monitors to stare at 10 I, hours a day? It's For me, the only reason the TV is on is to watch football for the okay. next three weeks. And I, I don't know, you know, Christmas Day is going to be, and this is going to be up on Christmas, before Christmas Day. Christmas yeah. Day is going to be, you know, it's family and football. That's what it is. And, of course, the NBA comes back that day, so. Oh, the I National think. Bowling Someone Association? That's it, actually, yeah, yeah. yeah. 10 o'clock. I'll Looking be there. Forward to it. Celtics are playing. Chris Shankel will be there. Chris will be there saying he's using his 11 ball as he throws sideways to the pins. Did we ever talk ooh. about your birthday party and just how much worse at bowling I am than you? To be fair, I've been bowling since I could walk. Yeah, well, that is fair, I guess. You also have your own ball. So I, guess. I have my own ball. I have a couple and shoes. But so the first time, the first, the first. Round or frame? How was that? Frame. Bowling. First, first, first frame. frame, frame. Bowling. Uh, Chris beat me by 106. 106. The, 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 first, the first game, not the first game. I was gonna say first game. 106. He's not that good. I did okay. I you know I I've not bowled in I've not bowled in a couple of years, but I managed to I I shot 183, 234. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. 234. Yeah. yeah. Then, wow. Yeah. So he beats me by 106. Okay. Then he beats me by 111. Mm-hmm. And I had a great game. <laughs> oh, it wasn't good enough. Uh, listen, it's not by, bowling is not bragging. Being able no. to bowl well is not bragging. Because no. I don't know who that really impresses. Bowlers. Oh, they're bowlers. <laughs> yeah. I guess so. Uh, but it was fun. It was fun. We yeah, did it, it at, uh, at, at All Star Lanes in Eagle Rock, which yeah. is, has sentimental value to me because my father's bowling center is called All Star Lanes. So we had it at All Star Lanes in Eagle, and his is in Memphis, and we went to Eagle Rock. Oh, wow. And... Uh, 
And and it's it's really I love that place. Wait, does he have a place in Memphis and in Florida? No, no, just Memphis. Why do I think your dad lives in Florida? He he did retire oh. to Florida for a while. Oh, but he still has, oh, and now he's back. And now he's moved back to Memphis primarily because he missed he, the bowling lane. He did. That's exactly what happened. That's probably what happened. Yeah, yeah. He went to Florida. It was really fun for a while because it was very relaxing. He has a nice. He had a nice little house on a golf course. He swam laps every day. And then you can only do that for so long before you're like, what the fuck am I? Am I a paperweight here? I'm just waiting to die. So he moved back up to Memphis for most of the year to, I mean, in the in the winters though he'll probably spend a little more time in Florida, but. He just he just loves being in a bowling center. So he's, he runs he's a the, bowling alley, mm-hmm. or he owns it. He does. He's he's been in the bowling business wow. for fifty years awesome. plus, and he just loves being in a bowling center. It's where he feels at home and being around customers, and you know, and um, you know, having beers with people, and the, the hearing the pins crash. He loves it. It's really a relaxing place. I enjoy going bowling. I mean, one of the things I really I like, like is that there's a place up where I live that uh, on Saturday nights they, they do the neon bowling. Yeah, where they, yeah. Yeah, yeah where they do that. That's cool. I hate that. You don't I don't like, that? I don't like I it either. That. I need you to have like lights Super and I need to bowling? have silence. Yeah. Oh, you, you have to have silence? Well, it's just like when there's music and lights and people yelling and I can't, it's not. No. The real fun came when we figured out that there's a speedometer on the lane. Yeah, then oh, they I've trying, never seen that. It, it was registering how fast they were throwing the ball and then you know, they, I think the fastest was like 17 miles an hour. No, 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 no. Furman hit 20, 23 miles an hour or 26 miles an hour, something like that. Furman has a good form. And you know who else was good was Rove McManus was good. Rove was good, yeah. And then, and then Weird Al, you didn't think he was going to be good because he would like drop the ball. Mm-hmm. It would like thud and then he'd get a strike. So he had a unique... Let's style that was that actually he was very good. Let's talk about the time that I hurled the ball down the lane. It hit the gutter from midair and then bounced back in the lane and hit two pins. Yeah, I think you cracked the. Uh, no, I didn't do anything. I think you cracked the <laughs> divider. Was that bumper ball? Didn't really do anything? No. Okay. <laughs> it was really fun, and then we had karaoke afterwards. Yep. Which oh yeah, there was a karaoke bar right there and. It was, it was really it was fun. Great. Now, at your dad's lanes, do they have the uh, the, the real modern where it's all done for yeah. you? And in, in, yeah, because yeah. I kind of miss the old days where you had to really figure it out. You had it the opaque projector. Burn your fucking arm yeah. on the projector. <laughs> on the projector, and you had that little plastic there thing. Were cigarette and, burns oh, everywhere. Oh, so you had the ashtray, you know, and everything. Yeah. Lots of buds. You had that. You, you'd have the. You'd have the plastic film mm-hmm. that would project up on top, and you'd have these grease pencils, mm-hmm. and that's how you would. That's how you would keep score. That's exactly right. I used and you to keep to score for tournaments. Oh yeah, it was. It was fun. My dad's place is cool. Twenty lanes on each side, bar in the middle. Jesus. Wow, yeah, it's nice. Let's go. And, and he's only there part time, though, right? Yeah. All right. Are but we he's doing a show in Memphis. Are they going to book us in Memphis ever? Maybe. There's they just should. not. I, I just don't know if we would draw anyone. In Memphis, <laughs> Memphis well, is not listen, really like a comedy town anymore. Really great guitar shops. Oh, that no. I see. I see. When we go to Minneapolis, I'll take you to St. Paul. There's a legendary guitar store there. I'm in it. I'm loving it. And we'll. I'll take you there. Do it. So, what are you doing for the holidays? Uh, I don't know. You know, my mom lives in L.A., so I'll, you know, probably hang out with her. That's cool. For, for yeah. Christmas. I'm shutting down. Yeah. Shutting down. Powering no, down. Gotta, no email? No, I haven't had a day off since the day, Thanksgiving was my last day off. Thanksgiving day? Oh, yeah. I haven't been to London, but whatever. Whatever. Well, I've been to London, and it's really great, man. Did you I'm see, sorry. Did you see Matt Smith? Not in London, no. I just okay. saw Tenant. I Why didn't you like, hey, madam, in London, let's hang out? Yeah. I would have done that. Did Karen ask about me? It, it's Chris. <laughs> Hardwick? From the television? Nerdist. You, but I'm you sorry? did the... I'm sorry? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's cool. I, whatever. We, we all get busy. Cheers, it's fine. 
Welcome Cheers, to Pussy. Um, almost got to podcast Stephen Moffat. Oh, that would have oh, been, yeah, that'd been great. I sent him a direct message and he was like, sure, I'd love to. You know, let's hook it up. And then we traded a few emails and then we just couldn't make this. Just the scheduling didn't work, but he was really cool she about it. Stephen Fry on too. I would love to have Stephen Fry on. Have you have you seen his Stephen Fry's America? Um, that's on Netflix now, streaming. No, but I will. He goes to all fifty states. It's like a six-part, one-hour each episode series where he goes to all fifty states and sees America. It's awesome. I bet it is. And he just did this new thing on Sky TV or BBC. I don't really remember. Uh, where it's uh, Stephen Fry's word, where he explores where language came from, and it's also fascinating. Wow. Excellent. Yeah, that guy's fascinating. Well, that's it. This was a dense show. Um, I mean, I think we did a pretty good job without Jonah. Not that he's not going to come back. <laughs> well, I mean, but we had we a presidential could... candidate on the show, which was we've yes. never had that when Jonah. That's was. like that's yeah. like worth two Jonas uh, having a presidential candidate. Like five, five Jonas. Yeah, we're on a five Jonas scale. Yeah, we're on a five Jonas scale. We had Nick on. We had Marvin E. Kwasnicki. We had you. Yep. Um, we also uh, discovered that the greatest presidential plan includes the following. America's number one. Space. We're going back to space. We're digging for something. Yes. We're digging for stuff. Yeah. And we're, we're going to find for... Bigfoot. Yes. Yep. And everyone's going to know about the aliens. YouTube.com slash Nerdist. We're going we're gonna, to... Uh, it's my understanding that Marvin's going to put up a regular stream of videos uh, weekly. Okay. Well, Marvin needs to address his five-point plan, which is the greatest I've ever heard in my life. I think he will. I mean, yeah. you know, you'll see that unfold in the in the coming weeks. So, go to the Nerdist YouTube channel, subscribe to it, and uh, and that's that's it. That's it for our show. Well done. Thank well done. you. Get well, Take Jonah. Care. If you're hearing this, yes. you're probably better by the time you heard this. I hope. Ooh, that'd be weird. Well, it's it's going up tomorrow. You were so dead, Jonah. Jonah. I'm talking to you from the other side. No, you're going to pull him <laughs> back in. He's, right now light. he's floating Move over his body. It sounds like ghost adventures. No, I'm pulling him back in. Don't tell him to go toward the light. <laughs> no, pull him back into his body. Like, Jonah, go toward the light. Don't, we we captured Jonah. Let's think about this. We captured Jonah's EVP. I know this. he's mean to you sometimes, <laughs> but that doesn't mean you should push him into this. the light. I get this. I get this. Jonah, see that light? It's pretty cool, right? <laughs> it's uh, You've probably never heard of it. It's a really nice light. Uh, <laughs> they play sometimes in Eagle Rock you know, <laughs> under a... Bridge somewhere that you've never heard of. Uh, so, I mean, they're really, really good, though. And uh, hilarious, too, at the things that they do. So head head to the light. Matt! Oh. Stop taunting Jonah's disembodied soul. Yeah, I mean, that's cool. <laughs> Enjoy your burrito, everyone. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. This episode of the Nerdist Podcast is brought to you by Audible. Go to audiblepodcast.com slash Nerdist and sign up to get your free audiobook download today. Right now, even. Do it. Hey, it's Guy Raz here, the host of How I Built This, a podcast that gives you a front row seat to how some of the biggest products were built and the innovators, entrepreneurs, and idealists behind them. Every week, I speak to someone new, stories like Justin Wolverton's, a lawyer who just wanted a healthy alternative to ice cream, so he created Halo Top in his Cuisinart, or Todd Graves, who grew his fried chicken restaurant Raising Cane's into one of the most successful fast food chains in the U.S. All of these great conversations can help you learn how to think big, take risks, and navigate crises in life and work from people who've done all of that and more. Follow How I Built This on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free 
right now on Wondery Plus.